This, 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 this is mythical. Ear Biscuits is supported by Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work. Having a blast in traffic. Okay. Having a blast while you file your taxes. What? No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere where you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you and for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so do not wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to US residents 18 and over, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024, void where prohibited. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Link. And I'm Red. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're going to be filling each other in on a few things, catching each other oh. up, and in the process, filling you in, catching you up on a number of things that we have experienced uh, in life, just living life as people who live lives. I have recently experienced a life change that I didn't anticipate. Oh, um, life change? Yeah, it's, um, you're looking over my body? Are you, over, are you over-promising? I'm over-promising. And under-delivering? But, but I'm, I need to talk about it, because okay. I need some. Well, this is a safe space. I just haven't wrapped my mind around it. And- will only be slightly ridiculed. I've also discovered a contraption in my travels that um, I just, I, I want you to know about. Oh, okay. What you got from me? I'm intrigued. Um, I've got a little dream I would like to share with you that just happened this morning. I've got, um, you know, an event, a traumatic event that I, that I was, uh, you know, I kind of lent a hand in, in a way that uh, is not really- Caused? It's not really true to my, it doesn't play on my strength, but I I got some feedback, and apparently I did a great job. So I'm gonna brag. So that's on why you're a talking about it, okay? Uh, and also, you didn't think you were good at. You and, got good feedback. And, so you have to talk. Uh, and if we get to it, I've got something to talk about that we have talked about, but we haven't talked about it uh, extensively in the context that I think it might apply to us and our work. So who knows what we'll get to? But oh. I'm over promising, so we can under under deliver. Good, good, good. Well, let's start with the dream. You said you know that the dream was this morning. You like woke up from the dream. Uh, Alarm clock. It was yeah. It was no. It was a. Uh, it was an, an early morning dream. Woke up, went back to. Or like, I'm talking like a three a.m. This was maybe like the okay. the first dream cycle or something. But yeah, okay. are you questioning whether or not? He's like, sir, how do you know that it was last night? Like, no, what you, do you just mean? said this morning. So I was like, Yeah, it literally oh, happened. Yeah, I'm not making up that it was this morning. Sometimes when you wake up out of a dream, that's very visceral. Yeah, I, and when I woke up, I was like, oh, I, I was trying to remember the most recent dream, and I could only get a previous dream. You know how that happens sometimes? So I don't remember the most recent dream, but the previous dream was, maybe you can help me understand the significance of this. Okay. I was at a restaurant with my family, uh, but it was not the current year. It was like Shepard was probably five or six. Oh, flashback. It's weird. And I did not question that at all. No. You don't really question that. You never that, do in your dreams. That's an interesting thing. It's You kind of go with it. We can learn something from that. Yeah. And in our waking lives. It was, you know, uh, what you might call like a, a O'Charlie's. Kind of restaurant, you know. That adds up. When Shepard was five, you were big on the old truck. Kids eat free. Oh, well, I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. But that's probably why I was there yeah. in my dream. There was one next to the hospital where our babies were delivered back in Western Karen. Wake. Uh, I think it was what they call it now. Um, Kids eat I don't know that it was an O'Charlie's. I'm just saying it was O'Charlie's like. And can I say that it's not great? If you don't have kids, and you show up at a kids eat free night at a place like O'Charlie's, you are not going to be a happy camper. I don't know if they still they, do that. They don't separate you. Like kids or no kids is kids what section. should be. The, that's what they should have done with smoking and non-smoking. 
Yeah. They, when they, when that changed, because we remember when that was a thing. I do think you can still smoke at O'Charlie's though. <laughs> yeah, if you're under, a, if you're under a If you're a age. kid. <laughs> yeah. Kids get free cigarettes. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the cigarettes they want. They should separate, you know, like that hot tub place we went to in Durango, they separated the families from yeah, kids, the adults. Ru- kids ruin quite a bit of things, especially other people's kids. Exactly. And a lot of times your own kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there are many sweet moments. I don't regret a moment. I don't, well, I don't regret. You don't regret any of the For a moment, wet, I, don't, I don't regret being a dad. You don't regret the sweet moments. Um, and I was having a sweet moment with my, you know, like Shepard was still in the like, as a five, six year old, whatever, still in the very like, uh, you know, they're just so cute. You know, they're just, your kids are cute. At some point, your kids are no longer cute. My, my kids are not cute anymore. Um, you said it. So, I mean, well, you said it. You said it. <laughs> I emphasize that in an insulting way. I'm sorry. In the table, on the they're table, good looking guys at the table, next to us, like very close. By the way, it was almost like we were in a booth, and we're kind of back to back. Okay, was Matt Damon? Hey, um, he's been in a lot of movies. And I, I think the reason that Matt Damon was in my dream, just just to kind of give you the practical reason, is that I stumbled upon a TikTok of him being interviewed talking about Tom Cruise telling a story about the stunts that he does in Mission Impossible. It's not even a recent clip. It's something you've probably seen where like Matt Damon is essentially doing an impersonation of how intense Tom Cruise is when he tells you about the stunts that he does. Okay. And it kind of stuck with me, apparently. I saw the beginning of that, and I I scrolled. But the interesting, I didn't finish it, just to be clear. Uh, When I kind of knew where it was going, I was like, I got it, Matt Damon. But one of the things that happened in my mind, apparently then manifested itself in my dream, is that the Tom Cruise-Matt Damon sort of connection ended up being (laughs) Matt Damon with the haircut that Tom Cruise had in The Last Samurai. (laughs) So like the culturally appropriated like samurai haircut that he had in that movie was the one that Matt Damon had um, in this. And I'm actually confused because Matt Damon also also in a- He also did a similar thing, I think. A samurai movie and and got the same criticism. Right. So maybe that was also happening. Okay. But it was like a supercuts version of the last samurai haircut. Describe it. I can't picture it. A bowl cut? Uh well, I mean, essentially, and I'm not saying that I am gu- I'm not saying I'm guilty of this, but if you have long hair and you put your hair oh. in a bun and you leave some of it down, but there's other things that and then if you dress like a samurai, then you oh. okay, you, you've completed the package. I do that sometimes and I say it's a Viking thing. So that it's not appropriation because, you know, that's my heritage. So anyway. It's a Viking thing. But he had the supercuts version of that. And what I mean by that is he essentially had the haircut that many of our friends, including you, had in high school where it was completely shaved. The undercut. The shave. But then he had taken the top part and put it in a, uh, not a bun, but like a pony yeah. It was very like Supercuts Last Samurai. That's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, oh, he mm. must be he must be making a film. <laughs> and he's just got his break. And he's he must be Oder- making that mistake again. He's the O Charlie's to smoke cigarettes with children. Uh in between, you know, scenes. But I got this idea that I was gonna kind of unleash on my family in the dream, and that was um <laughs> I was going to, and it's ironic that we're coming out of our company-wide meeting, which often starts with people talking about celebrity sightings. But what I was telling my kids was, guys, guess what celebrity I saw today? (laughs) And it was kind of like I was playing I Spy, and it was going to be the surprise was that it's Matt Damon, and he's he's right right behind behind you. you. And I did that, and I don't remember many details, but I woke up because I was so anticipating the surprise of saying, it's Matt Damon. But then Matt Damon would have heard you say that. Oh yeah, and that was the plan. Oh. Was for my for me to say, it's Matt Damon, and then him to turn around and my whole family's looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. 
I he would have loved it. It didn't come to fruition. He would have loved it. Because he uh, would have whipped that ponytail around. Might would have taken off the you might would, it was pretty short, one of your though. boys. It was only a couple inches short. I do want to clarify Long. that I had the soccer undercut as a senior in high school, but it was never long enough to put in a in a thing, and I never attempted that. I question, have you seen the our prom picture? You think it was long enough? Yeah, it was, you I never put it in the that. thing. It was, I, I think it, it was, I think you could have done it on top, and maybe not all the way back. Yeah. I think you had enough. But I didn't, but you and didn't that's do the it. point I'm making. You didn't do it. I didn't cross that line. Yeah, I think you missed an opportunity. It's, you know, I'm self-conscious about it, but and I do it out of practicality, but I just think that, I don't know, it's a weird thing to judge. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you got long hair as a man and you don't want it to be in your face, what are your options? Ponytail? I, I, you think I should have a ponytail? You want me to have a pony? I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to give input. Oh, well, you sound like you were. I was talking about me. Yeah, I know, but and the, you're making it about the implied you. judgment was that you were too good for ever, to ever have a top knot. And so I'm like, here I am. Sometimes no, I have one. I, I'm just, I'm just making it about me. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. So you love mine. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> you love it when I do. I that. just, you know, I just, I don't have to have an opinion on it, and I don't. Okay. I officially That's don't good. have That's, an opinion. It's good on to know. It. That's good to know. Don't. I had a dream. Honestly. I was starting to think about the dream I had because I remembered it. Oh. And then that's why I wasn't thinking, of, I wasn't listening to you. Anymore. Oh, great. So I didn't hear you that's talking good, about it. good to know. And then I like, you brought me back and here we are talking about you now. Yep. And I was thinking about me. It was my dream. Okay, so what happened it in your dream? It was dream? your dream. My dream's over. I woke up. I, don't, I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was at a camp. Oh, okay. And, and, um, I didn't want to, and I and I think I was my age, but that wasn't a problem. Um, well, that wasn't a weird. How part old about were it. the campers? Uh, they were, they were like high school, college age. It was kind of weird. Okay, and of course, so I blended you right in. You were you weren't a counselor. You were a camper. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Hello, fellow campers, kind of a thing, and um, I didn't want to go to any of the programming, so I didn't. And then I was just kind of moping around and uh, people started coming up to me and saying like, what are you doing? You're not, and I didn't have a good reason. I was just, I was just like the biggest downer at this camp, just moping around, not doing any of the activities. That was my dream. And I woke up. Sounds, thanks for sharing. I, just, I know. I, sounds, I'm like, sounds fun. You reminded me of it. I'm like, and I don't, I don't, I didn't. It wasn't a good showing, and I and now I woke up not feeling. I can't shake the feeling of it, of camp, of being disappointed in myself. Oh, I think that's what I'm experiencing right what, now, dude. This is actually kind of funny because, uh, as you know, Shepard uh, returned from two weeks at uh, kind of like a scuba slash sailing camp, a water camp, and. Uh, at the recommendation of a mythical beast, yeah, I don't often check my Instagram DMs, but uh, because it's rarely of any benefit to me. Um, okay, but Real uh, talk. we uh, we talked about how much Shepard was enjoying scuba diving right here on this podcast, and a mythical beast who who listened to that episode sent a message and said, "Might I highly recommend this camp where he can go and scuba dive." And I was like, this is great. We've been trying to figure out what we're gonna get Shepard to do for the summer. I kinda wanna occupy him. Uh, he occupies himself, but you know, like, I just, I've always- And all that passion, man. I've always wanted him, and it wasn't just about the passion of scuba diving, it was that, but it was the camp experience, right? Me and you grew up in church, and so we had all these, like, so many group, now a lot of them were very emotionally manipulative, but setting that aside for a second, there was these very pivotal experiences like going on a mission trip or going to camp where you just had these things where the way I've described it is so much life stuffed into this one week or this two weeks that then has this really outsized 
impression in your memory as you end up growing up. Yeah, community-based experiences. And, you know, we just don't have that because we're not a part of that kind of community anymore. And I miss that aspect of, of church, right? In, in the youth group things that kids can experience. Now, there's like team sports and that kind of thing, but he doesn't really do team sports, right? He's, he's into music and individual things. He's on his one wheel yeah, all the time, so, et so, so the water camp could be, well, could be it. And uh, as you know, when he got down there, and, he, and there was, you know, kudos to Shepard for going down there by himself, um, not knowing anyone, not taking a friend, and also like, you know, it's across the country. I mean, Jesse did go out there with him initially. He flew back by himself, but but I, I was like, Shepard can handle this because he, he gets in and where he fits in and he's kind of good at that. But a number of circumstances made the adjustment over the first few days very difficult. He was not, he was miserable. He was having a hard time. And I was like- And he had a cell phone. Yes, exactly. He had a, he had a lifeline to his parents, which is something that we never had when we got dropped off at camp. Long story short was he eventually adjusted and ended up having the best time of his life. He wants to go back next year. Oh. He was super enthusiastic, not just about the activities, but about the people and just the place. And he's telling us about the specific experiences of when they did this around the campfire or whatever. Yeah. And and I'm like, as he's saying this stuff, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like I'm I, dad of the year because it was my idea. Well, it was actually, it was a fan's idea. But then I took it and made it my idea and gave it to my son. Yeah. And he's experiencing these things and having, you know, the kinds of things that are meaningful and thankful. Uh, and thanks to you for getting us into scuba diving and to, to begin with. Okay. You're doling out credit. So, I love it. Um, but well, I'm about to throw you under the bus a little bit. <laughs> Because when I when he started telling me about all that, and I was like, yeah, you know, I love that you got to experience that. Like, it's like, it's so like, I feel, I, I know the me as a kid that got those kinds of experiences and just loved every second of it. And I was like, my only camp experience was one week at Camp Caraway. And of course, I wasn't gonna go by myself because that just wasn't something that any of us did back then. I went with Link and Link, hated it and did not take a shit the whole week. Nope. And we never went back because he hated it. And I'm, I've always held it against you a little bit that you kind of ruined camp for me because it was like, I had such a good time. Like, do you remember- I protected you. Do you remember those camp counselors? Like, they, like that first night there was that big bonfire and they like came out of the woods and stuff. Like, I just love that kind of stuff. And then there's like, they're singing. Yeah, we're all singing about Jesus, but we're singing together. And like, you just didn't like it. You hated the whole thing. Every bit of it? I was constipated. Oh, it was okay. So it was affecting your brain. I didn't like I didn't like swimming. You didn't like I was I was I the was, bunks. You, know, you didn't all. like the the fast showers. But like to, yeah. the way I thought you had about to it shower was shower like, and other people could see you and, and it was it was called the 60 second shower. And you could poop and other people could see you, I think. Yeah, but that's all part of it. Man. And then there it makes be, the memory. And the flashlight wars, it was just like at, yes! It was at night and it oh, was yes! dark and scary and people were shining flashlights in my face and pursuing me. <sighs> it was basically like, I don't know. I, I, I needed a backup friend for these things. You know, I'm I, sorry, man. I needed somebody who was willing to go through those things. I, I wish I would have been more open to it. But anyway, Shepard didn't even need a friend. And I actually think the fact that he went uh, without having a friend and he said this, it's funny, like the, with the wise things that he was saying on the trip back uh, as we were driving him home from the airport, he was like, I'm actually glad I didn't go with a friend because if I had have gone with a friend, I would not have connected with the other campers as much. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. It was, Lincoln was about his age, actually he was a little bit older because it was late when we finally talked him into going to camp. He did go with a friend, they had an awesome time, and then, it was uh, the time it didn't work out for him to go back the next year. I can't remember exactly why. I think it's because the next year we went on tour and he came with us, which was a great experience. Mm. And But he really wanted to go back and then he aged out of it. And I was like, oh, he started too late. And now Lando at 13, he's more like me. You know, it's like he's got a lot of anxieties associated with that type of thing. We put him in a tennis camp that's just a day camp. And he was like, he made the decision. He was like, I think I'll like tennis. 
I want to I want to get into that. And he and it was a great experience. So much so that he signed up for a second week. Oh, that's a that he did big win. But it was just a day camp, so you don't really have the best parts. Of what if you turned it into a camp? sleepaway camp? What if you set up a little tent for him? Yeah, next you stay to there, buddy. None, nobody else Alone. is doing this. But a solo camping sleepaway. We'll give you water and some of those meals you could warm up. In with yes, boiling I would, water. I'd love to get him. Maybe next year he'd be able to do that. Fort well, I mean, the the thing I love about this is that this camp, you can go up until your senior year. Like, so he can go, he can go all through high school. Yeah, and then there's people that come back and be our counselors. Who knows? Maybe you know, maybe he'll such a big off, turn but, from like you were telling about those first two oh days God. and how bad of a time he was having, and then he's like, and I, I want to go back forever. And I was telling him, classic. It was funny because I was like, Shepard, and the kids don't listen, but I was like. This is a story as old as time, showing up at summer camp and being miserable the first couple of days. You're adjusting yeah. to so many things, not to mention the fact that it was the, 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 the low, the minimum temperature was 83 degrees at night and they didn't have AC. So just, you know, this is hot. This is on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, it, but then you when you get through it, and this is the thing I really loved for for him was this like, Getting that life experience that is like things that are worth it almost always are kind of difficult at the beginning. And if you just like, yeah, hey, come get me, and you but go, you home. gotta poop early. I don't think he didn't talk about not pooping, so I think he, I think he pooped fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, you know, if I could go back in time, if I had the ability to go back in time, people say this a lot of times. Um, if you could go back in time and, and influence any one thing, at least right now, it would be going back and just handing like not going camping. Twelve year old Link an enema, <laughs> like it all. Oh, so I was still invited. Like a weird grizzly man comes out, comes out of the woods at camp. It's like here, kid, put this in your ass. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> I'm a I'm a time traveler. <laughs> Trust me. And it's you. And it's me. But you would a, know in a bear costume. No, I'm not in a Giving costume. Giving me an enema. I'm in futuristic clothes. I don't give it. Hell no, I don't give it. I give, oh, I don't administer it. Future you. I hand, I hand. No, no, no. Squeezing. I No, 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 no. I hand, don't put me look bad. I'm just, my, I'm just an adult man who is handing an enema to a kid who will then do what he will with it. I'll give him instructions as well. I probably got to meet me, at, me as well and be like, make sure he does this. You know, because if I gave it to you, you'd be like, I'm going to throw this in the trash. But if I'm like, hey, tall, skinny guy, come over here. I'm you from the future. Make your friend do this. <laughs> Don't do it to him. Just make sure he does it. Sounds like you're trying to get your your past self to give No, I'm not, I'm not interested. The only, my only interest is uh, you enjoying camp. I know. If you took a shit in the first day or two at camp, yeah. we, our whole lives would be different. Dude, Who I'm, knows where we'd be? I'm still that way. I'm still that way. If I go on a trip, I... And now I gotta make it happen that first day, and then after that, it's okay. If you, t I take. It's like I've told my body, you don't have to conserve anything here. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to hold it all back. Right. We're fine. I think this is common, but I, this is why there. I take preemptive fiber, like forty-eight hours before travel. Hit the psyllium husk. Hit it hard. Hit it. Yeah, I mean, I, I travel with the animus. I I'm saying you if you, as a back if you, you do know. preemptive fiber, you may not need an animus. I know, I know. It's it's uh, a, it always comes, it, there's a lot of factors. it always comes to this. I don't know how we get there every time. <coughs> it's just a part of life. I do believe in camps. Mm -hmm. um, I want to give a quick promotion. Go over to the Mythical Kitchen channel. Post Malone had a last meal with Josh. He didn't die, but if he were to be Dying, and this is what he wanted to eat. Josh made him his, his like favorite stuff. Yeah. Also, um, Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias, if you're a fan, did a last meal. Hey, it was awesome. Be best Check out all the last meals. Best food show on the internet. Listen, I mean, very I, proud I, of. We're what obviously doing. we're obviously yeah. big fans of Hot Ones and big fans of Sean over at Hot Ones and friends, uh, and been on the show, uh, and. We'll unabashedly say that we would love to have a food interview show that was as successful as Hot Ones, but I just absolutely love the fact that Fluffy Gabriel 
literally said while he was filming, he was like, this is like Hot Ones, but fun. <laughs> because he wasn't being tortured. He was being given exactly what he wanted to yeah. eat. Um, I, I just love that show, man. Tom Hanks. Check it out. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV. Like an adventure-ready RAV4, available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So, visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Um. We visited Lily. Lily moved into a new uh, house. And so she wanted to, us to come up there and, and see her living situation. We all went, both boys, to visit her. And um, it's this cool, like, farmhouse with, like, I don't know, five of her friends. Kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It was kind of wild. That's cool. Um, but it was pretty cool. There were horses around there. Wild. There was a dog outside. Oh, that's an outside dog. Whose dog is it? Well, sometimes he walks into my bedroom, Lily said. I open my sliding glass door. Whose dog is it? In comes the dog. Like a neighbor's dog. Um, but the horses are somebody's. Oh, yeah. They're, in, they're fenced. Okay. So, I mean, it was, it was nice to see firsthand, you know, your daughter's living situation and just kind of, and to meet the friends and kind of get a vibe for it. So then whenever you're talking to her, you can't bless you. You can uh, bless her with a little bit more inside information. And, you inside. Know, you bring some stuff. I, I just, I, my heart was warmed because she said, I was like, what do you need us to bring? And she was like, I need you to bring my speakers and my record player and my records. Oh. And I was like, that I can do. Because mm. that was the thing that when she went off to college, that's the thing that I bought. I was like, I got to make sure you're set up with some speakers and your, your records and stuff. And then when she went off to college, she didn't end up taking it. <laughs> and I was a little bit hurt. So I was nice that like, I, it was nice that she, that she wanted that because that was like, that's the thing that I felt like that I was contributing to her living situation. Right, right, right. And she may have been just just doing it to make you feel good. She she may give it to the horses. We don't know. No, I could tell. She set we set it up oh. in the in like the communal area where everybody's like hanging out. Hmm. Like, oh, now we can have dance parties. It's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We stayed in an Airbnb nearby, and this place had something that I just haven't seen in a while. At first glance, I was like, okay, man. They have it. But then I got closer and I realized this is a newfangled version of this thing and I got to give it a shot. Air hockey? Nope. <laughs> Any other guesses? Foosball. It is recreational. Um, okay. Airbnb pool table. What will be a newfangled pool table? Air hockey. <laughs> <laughs> uh they had a trampoline. Oh, mm, full size, full size, and no uh, net. It had a net, but the net was different, and there was something else that was fundamentally different. There was a sign on it that says, "Guests, please do not use the trampoline." <laughs> because it was an Airbnb, it did have a sign, and I think it's like the boilerplate thing that they make the the renters the uh, the rental agreement. They like it's part of it for insurance purposes. They're like. Only jump for five minutes at a time. Yeah, that, Only jump one person at a time. That's no fun. And of course, take your shoes off and you're still liable for anything that goes wrong. But don't jump more than five minutes at a time. Really? Yeah. Why? Don't jump on. You, you don't jump with a friend. Really? The only way to get high is to jump with a friend. That's right. You point. get that popcorn thing. I look down under this thing. Have you ever seen a spring free? 
trampoline. No. This thing was wild. It's like, I mean, it did have, here's a picture of one right here. It, it, it does have a, um, a net around it, but then you see how this, there's no springs. So the whole material is? The thing that you jump on is, it goes all the way to the edge, and it's the normal jumpy material. And instead of having springs around the edge that you don't want to like drop a foot through, and they're like putting the whole thing pancakes. The whole thing is vertical and underneath, and it so it kind of looks like it's a, a mattress. Spring. It's a big. The whole thing is one spring. These things that are like they're at a forty-five degree angle from the top down to like an another layer, and then they so it smushes. Yeah. Smush is kind of like a mattress. And so each of these things is like a, um, just like a plastic shaft, like a plastic tube at a 45 degree angle attached to the top and bottom rims. And it doesn't, the bounce on this thing was, was very satisfying. So it was even more than normal? It was, it was not, if you get a super high-end trampoline with springs, you can, I mean, like an Olympic trampoline, you're going to bounce a lot higher than you can on this thing. But for like a normal run-of-the-mill trampoline that you would get for your, you know, your pre-teens or, or whatever. You obviously, see all the advantages this, that this design It's so much provides. safer, but it's... Um, you don't get the flying spring effect. Yeah, but the wing. Yeah, which we used to have to deal with. Did that ever happen? Like I know Ben was the one with the trampoline. Oh yeah, and he was on that thing all the time. And I was you were on it a lot. And I was on it some. Uh, yeah, we had flying springs, and sometimes rusty flying springs. It would break, and it flies across. So most of the time, it flies and gets caught, but sometimes it flies and would go into the woods. Um, and even if there's that blue padding over the springs. You're still going to hit that stuff. You end up hitting it away. if you get too aggressive. But his didn't have any of the padding. He just had the holes, and there was no netting around it. I oh, mean, of course not. Living net, on the edge. No one had netting in 92 on their no. on their thing. Because we would run, and you, the whole point was to be able to run from the ground and jump on it or then jump off of it onto the ground. This is actually better on the body. Like, I could feel it when I got into this thing. It actually felt good. It was inviting. Well, it's because, I mean, the whole thing is like giving. It's not... A sponsor, but turns out, as far as I can tell, there's only one company that makes these spring-free trampolines. Well, probably like, a patent. That's what they're called. Yeah, maybe it's a patent. Did you uh, did you get video footage of this? Uh, I mean, you, a man gets on a, a middle-aged man gets on a trampoline. I, I, he's got. A, I'm I, sorry I, to say that I did not get footage of me because I didn't dawn on me until here's footage of Lando. I mean, doing a little popcorn. So it's, I mean, it, from this vantage point, you really can't tell that it's- They're pretty sturdy. Different than a normal trampoline. But I'm just glad to know that advances in technology are, are not leaving trampolines behind. Yeah, because trampolines, uh, they were kind of on the fence for a while there. I know, they could have gone the way of the dodo. Because kids get hurt on them. But thanks to Springless, not a sponsor. Well, that actually is a great segue into the, the, the update I wanted, to, the little story I wanted to tell you, and speaking of kids getting hurt. Okay. Um, as you know, Shepard is a big fan of the one wheel, um, and that I felt like a good and bad dad in getting it. And again, this was something that you got for your kids first. Yeah. And I was- And now the only person who rides it is Shepard. Well, I, I, me and Shepard and and Locke also now that he's home for the summer, we'll 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 go out. In fact, this weekend we've got a whole like multi day one wheel. We're staying on the west side because Jesse's got all the stuff happening oh, at the house. That's fun, and uh, it's just a one wheel extravaganza. We're gonna get lost. If you don't know what a one wheel is, it's an electric powered wheel in the middle of a skateboard. So you put your you put your feet on either side of the wheel, and then this thing goes, and it's kind of like a, a segue. Kind of, it's that segue like segue meets vibe. skateboard. Yeah, segue meets the skateboard. Um, and they, will, they will go fast, and uh, uh, Lando broke his his wrist falling off of his, and uh, he's not really been wanting to get on it again. Yeah. They're dangerous. I mean, let's just be straight up. They're they're dangerous, and it's. We it, met a guy on a on a plane. Well, we met uh, who uh, broke a collarbone. Well, we should shout him out because 
he's like a he's a YouTuber. He works with Corridor Digital, but he's it, also a professional. Is his name like Ren? Sounds right. Professional one wheeler. We will uh, if if I can rem I will say his name. Um, I, right now I'm saying Ren, but I think that's not quite right. So we're going to overdub what his name actually is in most places that I <laughs> okay. Unless it is that. Um, great guy who, yeah, we talked to. As far as we can tell. And, uh, yeah, he had broken his collarbone, and he has broken several other bones. It's Of course, he's going like 30 on the thing. But Shepard is a demon on this thing. He is just relentless, and, you know, he wears a helmet most of the time. Sometimes I catch him without it, but. He's got to wear that helmet. But I was, it's funny, because what he does is he, uh, you know, we've got three of them. And so me and Locke and Shepard could all do it at the same time. Yeah. And us too. We, what this means is that Shepard is, he's on it every single day. Every single day. If I get home, he's not home. And I'm like, where are, sometimes he's like, dead, my battery died. And he's like, literally like seven miles from home. Huh. Uh, in fact, is he using it as a form of transportation yes. or just to, he goes, joy rides? Well, yeah. I mean, A and B. It's kind of one of the same. Like once you find yourself next to like the Starbucks, you know, five miles from your house, you're like, I, it makes you feel independent as a 14 year old. You can just that's good. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's something the that, bike experience that we had. It's what we had as kids, and that I was always like, I felt bad that we raised our kids in a city. Essentially, like we're not really in a city, but you know, they're in, we're in the suburbs. But we were gone all the time. We talk about it all the time about that independent spirit that you gain if you were a child of the 80s. Does he make friends with like? The tire repair man. I like to think that he does. And like the the cobbler. Time travelers from the future that are trying to hand him enemas. Yeah. That the taco guy. tent people. Um but I I'm a little there's a you know, I have this like a little a little bit I'm not very much of a worried dad. Like you know, I, I don't really have that gene. I'm mostly like I just love the fact that he's out there somewhere. I don't know where he's at. Of course I do. I could look on my phone and track him. <laughs> It is 2023, but I just love the fact that he has these experiences. But the thing is, is that he's got friends that come over, and of course, oh, he wants beats. to put he wants to put them on these things, and of course, they want to get on them too. And we do have like pads and stuff that we have available to them, and we make sure that all the friends that wear a helmet. And I try to say, give all your friends full pads, wrist guards, knee pads, elbow pads, because we live in a hilly environment, and they're getting on a one wheel for the first time. I bet you this story ends with nobody receiving any injury. And I think I told you that we've had a couple of incidents where, you know, one of his friends will just completely bust his ass and, <laughs> and have to seek first aid at our home. Uh, and then, well, you know, one time, one of his friends busted his ass real hard and they didn't tell anybody. And then like his mom, like days later- I like, thought it, it wasn't his ass, it was his arm, right? Well, when I say bust ass, I mean, it's a general term for falling down. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was his arm and his hip and his knee. It was all skin up. Again, things that happened to us all the time growing up. Like in a friend group yeah, just in 1987, on that. there was always one friend who just was skin up real bad. Like there, everybody had one who's skin up this week, but, uh, and we didn't wear helmets either, which was stupid. We got away with a lot. Mm -hmm. So We've had a couple of incidents where the mom will find out later and then be like, we had one mom like text us pictures of the, 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 the sword. Look what you did to my son. And she son. wasn't mad. It was just more like, do you like, did you guys know about this more? Like it was a kind of informative and like, you know, kids still friends with Shepard. It wasn't a problem. But I was literally on the phone with our friend Mike, not science Mike, but our friend Mike from North Carolina uh, two nights ago. And we haven't talked in a while, so we're catching up. Mm -hmm. He's like, how are the kids? And I'm saying, well, you know, Shepard, you had a great time at camp, and he loves one-wheeling. In fact, he's one-wheeling right now, and, you know, I never know where he's at. He's just one-wheeling all over the place. Uh, I told you, he, he put he had put 600 miles on that one, on one of the one-wheels that he doesn't even Gosh. ride that much, just to give you a perspective here. The kid has basically crossed the country on this thing. Gosh. So... Which, you know, the longer you go, the more you increase the chances that you're going to bust your ass at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't had too bad of a fall yet. But I was like, I don't know where he's at. And every couple of weeks, you know, one of his friends falls on this thing, and then we have to, like, 
I'm like telling Mike, and I'm kind of like, you know, and he's like, yeah, man, it's like we, us and skateboarding when we were kids, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, reminiscing. And then I go into the house and I have my therapy, which I do online, and I'm in the middle of my therapy session, and Shepard just runs upstairs, opens the door, and he's like, Dad. I'm not gonna say his name, but he's like, my friend, my friend took a real bad fall on the on the one wheel. You gotta help us. Jesse's out of town, okay? So the person who should be there that could actually do something like informed and, and <laughs> do a good job with this is not present, so it's just me. Yeah. And I'm in therapy, man. <laughs> this is, this is- Literally. This is me talking. Currently. And so, and my therapist was like, I get it, man. Dad, you know, d d dad duty calls or whatever. And I was like, yep, I gotta go. And but the, I mean, the way that he was delivering the news, you de you definitely felt like you had to get up and run down. Well, you know, I didn't think I was gonna come in and see like a jaw hanging off by one side or anything like that. I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. I, I just figured yeah, this man. was in skint up territory. And when I got to the kitchen, skint up territory was where we were at. Okay. You know? And it was, you know, it, it, it shakes you up. But he was able to, it happened like half a mile from home. Okay. And instead of calling me, they walked back. Like Shepard like picked up his one wheel and one wheeled and he walked. And like he's sitting there and he's pale <laughs> as a sheet. And he's pretty badly skint up, but like it's not like dirty. It doesn't have, it's just like road rash basically on his knee, his elbow and his shoulder. Okay. Again, he had his helmet on, but he didn't have any pads on. And so you could kind of tell he's a little bit in shock, <laughs> right? And I'm, if you didn't know, I'm not the most comforting presence, right? That's not, <laughs> uh, that's not, it's just not my thing, you know? I got a lot of other gifts. That is one that the, whoever makes these decisions decided to leave out of the program. Okay, yes, right, you have other gifts. And, yes, uh, say that. and so um, the, uh, my first thought was, okay, don't laugh. <laughs> I mean, like, like I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like, that's <laughs> don't laugh. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Don't laugh at this kid. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. I'm sadistic. So I was like, he was panicking a little bit, and he was beginning to breathe, kind of like labored. But you knew it when you saw him. It wasn't as big of a deal as he was. No, he was shaking was. up. He was shaking. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. And uh, and I didn't think he had like broken his arm or anything. Well, you never know. I'm not. I'm not a. I don't, I'm not an x-ray technician, but he seemed like it was just be, skint up. And so I was but like- You didn't ask him to move, you gotta move your fingers. If you can move your fingers, nothing above the fingers is broken. Well, is, is the, I'm sure that's not correct, but that's, that's what I always thought. Hey, you can move your fingers, it's not broken. That's well, the first he, thing I would have said. Well, he, no, he was, he was able to go like this. Okay, move your elbow. And it was more like- he, It ain't broken. He had like hit it hard, skint it, right? And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna get you cleaned up and bandaged up if I can find the things. You know, this is the McLaughlin house. This is like, it's almost like a Walmart, like 18 months after the apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. stuff has been kind of run through. We don't have, we're, not, we're not well organized. Okay. And we may not have what you need, just to be honest with you. So I was like, call your mom, first of all, so she can be on our way. Um, But I'm gonna get you cleaned up. There was a moment <laughs> where, <laughs> He, before I was able to clean him up, where he started breathing pretty hard, and then he was like, I can't see, I can't hear. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, and, no. And um, Panic and, she and Shepard was- He's about to faint. Was, fe was feeding into this. He's like, Dad, something's wrong. And I was like, he's just, he's just shaking up. I took uh, a, uh, a washcloth. <laughs> I can't see, <laughs> I can't. I can't hear. I took a washcloth, I wet it. And I'm I, in a tunnel. And I just went up and I put it on, I gently put it on his forehead without laughing. And okay, <laughs> and five seconds later, he's like, I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming so yeah, back. he was about to faint. And you then I- You didn't tell him to put his head between his knees. Uh, no, I didn't think of that because you, I- You got it. Washcloth. You should tell him that. Washcloth did it. Put head between I got him back. Yeah, he came back. Don't yeah, critique but, me because I'm the hero of this story, I, by the way. I, I'm, I'm just saying next time, the head needs to go down because he's gonna, if he, he was did sitting faint, down, if he did faint, the head is still gonna hit something. Well, I mean, Shepard was holding him. Or he was oh, like, Shepard was, was she, He was spotting him. He's okay, buddy. What do you want me to tell he your was family? He was panicking. So, uh, 
he came back and then uh, he can't, you know, he came fully to. I'm sorry. We tried to get some peanut butter in him, but he didn't want that. Because uh, Shepard's like, you've only eaten a bowl of cereal to hold the whole day. <laughs> and it was like 7 p.m. So peanut peanut butter has sugar in it, but I mean, maybe a juice. Yeah, well, next time. I was just thinking about I'm gonna get this kid bandaged up and get his mom here. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I I, I was Let's, like, I kind of want to offload. Pass this guy off before I burst out into laughter. I want to offload this kid on the <laughs> responsible party. <laughs> Uh, but I felt bad because again, the one wheels are at our house. Don't get me wrong. I'm giving you this advice, but I would have been the one fainting. But so far, I haven't done anything wrong. The, well, I, the, I wash, out a the washcloth saved the day, okay? And uh, then I cleaned him up, you know, and I didn't, you know, they were like, where's the hydrogen peroxide? And I was like, guys, hydrogen, you're not supposed to put hydrogen peroxide on wounds. That's a myth. It's actually, it can, what? it causes them to not heal as quickly because just look it up. Look up, look it up on the internet. It's not good to put on wounds and you don't want to put alcohol. What? what you want to do is you want to just clean it with soap and water. You want to clean if, they, you know, you, you know, if they're like open wounds or whatever, you want to go to the hospital or the emergency room. But if it's just I, your skin I, I heard up, some ticky tiki tacky over there. Yeah, you just clean it with soap and water. No, what does peroxide do? It just makes it. It damages the tissue. It harms it's, the tissue and delays the healing. It harms the tissue and delays the healing. Yeah, there are things you can put on there like a. Needle, now you can click away. Like neosporin or whatever. But like, I was like, I'm going to let the mom deal with like dressing these with like the proper like antibiotic or whatever choice that she wants to make. I'm a soap and water guy, gently clean. Hmm. And then I, we, I found the, the, like the big pads and I taped them on and then I gauzed over that. Like I, you know, it's, they'll stay in place. I like, I mean, I was like, and the whole time I was like, you're doing a great job, Rhett. You know, I was like, cause I just don't, this is not my thing. I don't, I haven't, I haven't come to the rescue of many people, you know? Okay. And so, but then I was like, when's your mom going to get here? I was, well, I was you thinking. didn't lose him. You didn't lose him. Victory. He sits down uh, and there, and he's like, he seems to be fine. And he's also saying like, thank you. He was very, he was very grateful. This kid, very nice manners, great, he well mannered. Nurse, and um, so then I kind of forgot about it. I didn't talk to Jesse. Like Jesse's so busy with where she was, she was out of town doing something, and like I didn't talk to her for like two days. Yeah, I did call her, but she never answered. <laughs> okay. She finally texted me. Sorry, I'm crazy, <laughs> which meant I'm busy. And but then she calls me the next day when I'm here at work. And she's like, did so-and-so take a bad fall on the one wheel? I was like, yeah, I tried to call you last night and tell you all about it. And um, she said, well, his mom said, tell your husband thank you for taking such good care what? of my son. What? He was very, very caring. You're surprised by this. And I was like, well, yeah, I didn't laugh at him. <laughs> I didn't I did not laugh at the kid and I bandaged him up. And I and I believe that I was uh and I kept telling him He's going to be talking about you for years. I kept telling him I was like, you're going to be okay. Be here today. You're going to be okay. You're you're fine. Here, cold claw. I'm back. All of it. Yeah. You know, now if he if something had been really messed up, if he had broken something, I, I'm not saying I would. I think mostly this is just yeah. due to the fact that he really wasn't that hurt. I don't. I don't. If he was really hurt. No, what I, 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 I might have unraveled. You know, if that yeah, if there was bone, skin hanging off or something. Bone like that, is showing. Mm -mm, I would have taken him. To, I would have taken him to the emergency room. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be like, hey, your mom's gonna have to take you to the emergency room in a little bit when she gets here. Ear Biscuits is supported by the Farmer's Dog. Dogs will eat basically anything you put in front of them. And if you're Barbara, you will like <laughs> seek it out off of tables, counters. That that woman is crazy, <laughs> uh, that woman being my dog. Uh, so it's important to be putting the right kind of food in their bowls. Right, and when you care about your dogs as much as we care about ours, you know, a thoughtful approach to what goes in those bowls Makes sense. Yes, the farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. 
Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. The meals arrive pre-portioned and in ready to serve packs delivered on your schedule. Millions of meals have been ordered across the country. We've been partnering with the Farmer's Dog for a few years now and they really are as good as they say. It really has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Get 50% off your first box of fresh healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash ear. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I've been having this like catastrophic fantasy when I've been walking the dogs and it- Fantasy. Um, well, it's just, I picture it in my head. It's like, it's more of a waking nightmare. Um, because I have to walk on the street at a certain point where there's no sidewalk and I have to round a corner and there's a couple of treacherous places. And so I try to be really aware of keeping the leashes short on the dogs because they, especially Jay, doesn't like to walk on the side of the road because it's really uneven. She wants to walk on the even pavement, which puts her in the street. Mm. And so I look behind me to see if any cars are coming. I can see a long way. And sometimes I'll, it, we can get up the hill a lot easier if I let her do that. But I do have this thought of somebody whipping around a corner or something and hitting my dog. And I've just played it out in my head that- It'd be pretty quick. I would immediately scoop up my dog, get in the car with the person and insist that, and well, first of all, I would be very angry. And I would be- What are you thinking? Yeah, I would be yelling and yeah. saying, we need to, you need to take my dog that you've hit to the, to, to the vet, to the uh, emergency vet right now, we're going. Okay. Yeah. Does this seem like a good plan? Because this is exactly what I'm now, I've visualized it so many times, I'm, I just wanna be ready for it. You know, and I've taken off my shirt and I've like wrapped it around the wound or whatever, if a leg is broken so or something. So you're shirtless in this story. I'm shirtless, I'm yelling, I'm riding. I've, I've, I've made the, because people drive too fast. How far are you from home? I think there's a rule of thumb here. Um, a mile or less. Well. But there, that's this is precious time. I feel like there needs to be a minimum distance. This is precious time. If you're, I think I kind of want to punish the person by having them be the one to take me all the way there, and get some blood in their car, and you know how like, they're driving too fast. How bad is the dog off? Uh, broken leg. There is bleeding. I've stopped it with my shirt, and I'm not doing well at all. Um. First of all, and if Chrissy's this not would home, be a very why would traumatic, I why would I go home? Very traumatic day for this person. I well, what about me and the and the, the dog? Well, not only does this person have to deal with the this fact is my worst nightmare that they hit a I dog, think. right? They have to deal with the fact that the owner of said dog is getting them to take it to the vet, and the owner of the dog happens to be you. <laughs> yeah, like, this is not a good day for that person. I definitely need to get most them to give me a ride with them to my house, right? Because. I definitely have to get in the car with them, right? Um, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I think that most people might volunteer that. Okay, good. I mean, this Even is, if, if I'm yelling, I mean, this, this, this has had to ha have happened. I know multiple that I, times. I'm, I think it's I'm most likely a downer. I think it's most I didn't likely participate at camp. People will take you to your home, and then you would take the dog to the emergency room. I think that's probably what happened. But then my kids are involved and they're traumatized. Um, and if if Christy's not home, 
this person's taking me all the way. Let me just, okay. Uh, because I need to be Googling which one, which one's the closest. Here's the thing. Which I kind of know. I think the biggest sort of the starting point of the story of this scenario is where you're getting off. I track. Okay. I know you're going to say that I let Jade walk in the street. No, 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 no. And that's a good, that's highly, a good point. No. I, re- I keep her really close. I'm not saying that. She's just right on the edge. It is almost impossible for the scenario that you're envisioning to happen. People don't hit dogs that are being walked. Yes, it has happened. Highly unlikely. They get closer than I'm, 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 I can't get further over. Dogs who get hit by cars are dogs that are off leash, that are crossing the street. You know, I've had, uh, I had a dog, I've had two dogs die, as you, as you have told the story, it's in the Book of Mythicality. And one of them was, Jumped a fence and, cro- and crossed the road and got hit. The other one was mysteriously traumatic. poisoned. Yeah, it's traumatic. Um, but the uh, but if I drop, I, the th- I don't. Th- I just think it's you're not going to drop the leash. What are you? But there's also this the retractable leash and it goes out really far and only Jasper's on. That. You said that you were keeping it close and I do keep it close. But you don't have, what you if, have nothing to worry about? But there's just one little button that if the button gets hit, then all the and and he sees a squirrel across the street. It, I mean, it could happen. I, I think about this stuff to decrease the chances of it happening. I don't think, I just don't think it's a legitimate worry. I think it, you need to not worry I about know it. it sounds a little OCD at this point, but. It does. I, just um, I don't think you should worry about it. I don't think this is going to happen. But if it does but, happen. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. You got to be you, 300 yards or more I need away to from be the house. Thinking about, I need to be thinking about the consequences of my actions more. And here I am doing that. <laughs> So it's like okay, you can't well have done. it both ways. Well done. Right. Well done, Link. Right. Uh yeah, well, I I don't think that this is a this is actually this is misplaced concern. When you were driving Greg around nearly falling off the edge of a mountain, like maybe slowing down around the blind turns, that would have been wise. But this is different. Which, all right, so then I I'll I'll change subjects. Okay. But th- this reminds me. I went go-karting. Oh. Me Lincoln and a couple other friends, like five of us, went go-karting. And um, these are electric go-karts, indoor go-kart racing warehouse scenario. Mm-hmm. We've done it like years ago. I think I've done it twice in my life. I did it more, I did it pretty recently too with my family that was in town. And they had expanded the track. Mm-hmm. And it, so it went through a whole new area and the whole thing was different. I swear that the cars used to not be electric. But maybe that, maybe I'm thinking about that place outside of Dunn. Remember when that place outside of Dunn, the Fun Center opened up, yeah. and they had outdoor go karts, and they had uh, like those like things on in the pool, like bumper cars in the pool. And I was like, "What?" Who, I never. I only went who, like one time. I only went once. It's like, how on earth does anybody think in the middle of nowhere this is a good idea? I was done, man. I mean. People got it's a crack capital of the world. Yeah, it is. The thing about uh, go karting is that first of all, it is fun, but it is exhausting. And at our age, there's this constant awareness that something could go wrong to my body. I don't want to get hurt. I know I don't want to get hurt. That's all I'm thinking the whole time. Like I was like, I'm gonna buy two races, but I'm not gonna buy a third race because I feel like third race is when pushing your luck. What does me in? But you get on these things. And there was five of us, and then in the heat, there's probably 10 or 12 people. So there's strangers that you're racing against. And this creates an interesting dynamic at top speeds of, they'll go 45 miles an hour. They feel crazy fast. They feel crazy fast. And some of them are harder to steer than others, but they all take a, take a good amount of work to like really hold in the turns. This is like an aggressive experience. Yeah. I really liked it. It's a little pricey, but um, the the thing that I noticed was that there's people who just aren't as aggressive, and they ruin it for as I am, and that starts out fun because like you finally come up behind these people, and you're like you're trying to get around them, and the turns are really tight, and there's a bunch of them, so it's not like you're just going 45 the whole time. You really gotta you gotta slow down. You gotta bank the you got you gotta really time your turns and be strategic about it to get around these slow people 
and they don't allow bumping yep. or sideswiping or, or any of that, but it still happens. And when it happens, you're you're as close to this stranger who you're sideswiping as you and I are right now. Yeah. And so the look that's exchanged, that's a, I didn't anticipate how precarious of a moment that is. When it's like, I can reach out, they can reach out and grab my wrist, pull me close and say, don't you ever do that again. But they probably won't. But I definitely got some of those looks. Now, I think differently about this, just so you know. I I think differently about go-karts than I do the UTV situation. So you're, you're full bore? Let them have it? Last time we went as a group and you and I were there, I got the fastest time. Do you not recall this? Of course not. Because it, it's not about the fastest time, it's about the most fun. Yeah, but you're talking about how aggressive you're going. I'm saying that like it, I was slowing down so that people could catch up so that I could be racing with people. Like I go That's the fun as balls to the wall as possible to win. To, Cuz they do text you your It's results. all it's fun. Oh yeah, they but, put it but, on the board. But it's sa- it's so safe. It feels so safe to me. Like if you go off the track, it's just you're just more warehouse. You know what I'm saying? But what about the part where you're like Locking eyes with a complete stranger that thinks you're an asshole. Uh, that made me uncomfortable. Well, I haven't, I've been to the place that you're talking about, and every time I've been, everyone on the track at the same time was somebody I went with. That's when it's fun. That's so the one, thing it, that I hadn't experienced. It was my family and an extended family. And the stranger danger. Some, some mythical folks, and then that time it was us and our friend group. So, and, and you bump your friends and your family. Like, oh, that's yeah. part of it. Oh, yeah. Until you get the warning. And then you get the second warning. Well, I thought that I was bumping a friend. Stranger, I don't know. Until I think, the, we liked eyes. And that's what was so, like, jolting about it was, oh, this is a complete stranger. Like, what's the conversation going to be like when we all get out of our cars, take off our helmets, and are walking back to the snack bar? Like, that's when I, like, start. I just I, feel like it's. I kind of got a little speed. I just feel like it's. it's get out of it. It's there. expected. It's part of it. Cause, I can tell by the way they were driving, they weren't, and looking at me, they weren't expecting Well, the bumping part is because you're trying to find the gap to pass them. You're waiting for them to go too wide into a turn, and then you, then you go into, yep. inside them. Yeah. And then, like, you're going to bump a little bit, and you might sideswipe somebody. But I think that's all fair game. I, I feel differently about that. That okay, doesn't feel like a safety issue, that feels like a social issue. Oh yeah, I think you had to try about the really part. hard to hurt yourself in one of those. What you'd have to do is you'd have to be, you have to hit somebody really hard, like somebody stationary, and you hit them. Yeah, that's a no no. You can hurt them real bad. Yeah, more so than you'll hurt yourself in the process. But then the, I kind of want to work there you because can't flip those things. They have this. What I don't do. think so. They have this power to just like remotely turn off all of the carts. You want to work like there to do this? Really slow them down. Yeah, right. And so it's like if, final some, lap. if something goes wrong, they bring everybody down and there's nothing you can do about it. And they, you gotta wait for them to bring you back up. But then the moment they bring you back up and you don't know when it is, you're like slowly going behind somebody and then all of a sudden, and you're yeah, taking off again. Yeah, That's fun, like, a, so I'd like to be that, I'd like to be on that lever. So, and I'm gonna incorporate springless trampoline. It's so funny that the, you're, you're, like, you're like, what I, it's not I want to come back and do this by myself or I want to do this just completely unhindered. I want to be the guy who controls all the carts and slows everybody down. Speeds him up, holds up the signs. No bumping, no sideswipe. Well, you were a ride operator for a summer in Santa Cruz and you hated every moment of it. Yeah, it actually sucked, yeah. So So maybe not, maybe not. Maybe I'll be a driver. But see, I've got, I'm getting a lot of recreation under my belt between that newfangled Trampoline, the newfangled carts. It's quite, quite impressive. I'm on the cutting edge. It's quite impressive of uh, uh, high speed and jumping. I don't think I would do. A tra- I don't think I would do a trampoline. I can almost promise you that that would be a bad idea for me in my back. The back compression. It's yeah. better on. This is better on your joints. Yeah. This is the one to use. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know if I can risk it. I don't think you can risk it. But only five minutes at a time. Um. Well, you know what? I've enjoyed catching up. I've enjoyed catching. I've got more things, but I mean, we can we can save that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we've been talking for an hour. That's enough for any anybody to talk. I got a. It's my wreck this week. Um, 
I made a new playlist. I'll plug it just to remind you. Sometimes I make playlists. Uh, it was the it was last Saturday. I was like, you know what? I need a new like poolside pool party playlist. Mm. So I made one pool party 2023. It's uh okay. it's available on Timely. on my Spotify. Uh, I think we might have three hours of some nice energetic. What's the vibe? Um, what am I eating? You're swimming. Oh, swimming. You, you got a you got a cold beverage. Am I swimming or am your, I floating? Your your ass is floating in a tube, and you got a cold beverage. But then you're also swimming and and uh, maybe doing some underwater jujitsu. Am I at certain? What's the tenor of the conversation? Um, it's like, hey man, give me give me a give me a hot dog. Okay, all right, got it. Throw me a cold one. Pool party to 2023. Yeah, people people are hanging out over. Somebody's got you, you know. Check out those cutoff shorts. You shouldn't eat a hot dog in the pool though. No, not in the pool. Not on a raft. You should. Throw, not be, I'm getting out of the pool. You should not be reclined when eating a hot dog. Um, Number one choking hazard. The the easiest way I I can tell you to get to my Spotify playlist is by going to my Instagram profile, and then. It says my Spotify playlist, and when you click on that, you can open Spotify, and then you can search for uh, Pool Party 2023. Well, that's fair enough. Just, it, it was fun. I, I tried it that morning, and then we had an impromptu pool party that afternoon. Because Lily happened to be home, and it was hotter than the bowels out there. Yeah, boy. And I was like, hey, boy. let's do a pool party. I can try out my playlist, which gave me the confidence to make it public. I think it works. It's it's a, it's a uh, previewed and exp fully experienced playlist. Yeah, there you go. It's it's um it's it's pull tested. All right. Uh, thanks for spending this time with us. Remember that you can give your feedback, your insights, and also give us your questions by calling us at one eight 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 earpod one. Was I supposed to say the one eight 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 part? Uh, because I. Uh, you have you traditionally said it, but I mean, it's you know you can change things up. Okay. Your dog can can walk on the other side of the road, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just use hashtag your biscuits. Hi, Rhett and Link. I just finished listening to your toxic traits draft episode, and I just want to let you know for basically the entire episode, I thought whenever you were talking about inflexibility, you meant whether or not you could touch your toes that type of flexibility i'm so confused the entire time because i was like how is how is this a toxic trait i don't get it and then brett chose it and gave the definition and everything instantly clicked anyway love you guys uh stay flexy 